This is New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Welcome, citizen. It's your friend, your pal, Flobo Boys here, back with another episode of the little podcast that could. I just want to say over the past couple of weeks, I always thank you guys for listening, but the, the responses have been through the roof. A lot of people have uh, come up and said they like the inside of going to different aspects of what creativity is, and I appreciate that as we journey on to a brand new era of New Amsterdam. New logo dropped this month. We have merchandise over at the Flopito shop at flopito.threadless.com. There is a New Amsterdam logo tee, which I'm excited to get my own uh, coming in the mail as we speak. And on today's episode, I decided to take a little bit of a left turn. A left turn for me, but not for the mission. You see, I am sitting down with two very creative and fun people behind the forever and a day soap opera but it's a soap but it's for your ears audio dramas have evolved with the time from the days of radio all the way to more modern interpretation like casey whalen's we're alive but never have i heard a audio soap opera with the mechanics of the eras that have gone by mixed with the present and the future, can I ask? Because, you know, we're all going in this whole podcast world or what have you. So I sat down uh, with Candace Mack and Casey Hutchinson uh, from the Forever in the Day team. Very, very insightful chat about why they decided to go and bring soap operas to 2020 in the form of audio entertainment. So sit back and listen in. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio. Of course, I'm Flobo Boyce, and this is the podcast for creatives. We sit down with people who are doing big things, who are achieving new things that are even bigger. Now, check this out. My mind was blown when I came across a soap for your ears. It was called Forever in the Day. We got the co-creators right here. I got to get up to Candace Mack and Casey Hutchinson. How are you guys doing? What's up? <laughs> was that intro okay? Was that dramatic enough? I wasn't sure if I was hitting the. Hitting that was wow, that, that was, was really dramatic. We needed the <laughs> dramatic music of like the Young and the Rossless to play back there with the days of our lives. Yeah, I, I am not well versed yeah. in, in the soap world, so please explain to me as I'm completely ignorant of this. How would you? Let's say we're at a party, we're, we're mixing drinks, having a good time. How would you pitch <laughs> Forever Day for someone like that who who may not even be uh, aware of audio soaps? Like to get the tune in. Like, what would be the elevator pitch? Wow. Great question. Um, well, I just have to go back to the reason why the show was created and picked up by JLJ Media. Um, and that is that this October, uh, the soap opera genre itself will be celebrating 90 years in broadcast wow. um, across yeah. radio and television. Um, it all started with Erna Phillips, who created the soaps uh, during a depression for Chicago radio affiliates with Painted Dreams. And we're in a depression ourselves right now, you know, with the pandemic, we're all just trying to survive as we try to pick ourselves up and some of us return to work and uh, some of us try to go with this new normal. Um, and so that's the thing. It takes the soap opera back to its roots. But aside from that, come on, we have so many delicious characters. We have political ambitions. We have yeah. media moguls. We have... Uh, great sexual tension <laughs> which who doesn't love the best I, kind of tension yeah yes, <laughs> time. um and you know during the pandemic aren't we all starved for it so sure. you know um, <laughs> there it is i mean yeah it's just a there crazy insane ride that's what it is yeah i love it 
Yeah, I just call it. I just say, hey, you know, if we're at a party. I'm like, hey, you like politics? You like sex? You like scandal? <laughs> you like to listen to things? Check See, us out. That, that's <laughs> like, you're selling like a product. Like, like, yo, right here, money. I got what you need in this pocket, right? Yeah, yeah it, it takes place it takes, in Augusta, Illinois. Yeah. But 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 at the same time, it <laughs> like, has all these like sex and political ambitions and backstabbings and it does yes. And yeah. I come. I come from um, Springfield, Illinois. That's uh, where I'm based. And, you know, I a writer once told me, if you're going to set something in a fictional town, always pick its state as a state you've lived in. <laughs> so oh, I was like, oh, okay. That's I'm true. Was your friend Stephen King? Like, I don't know. All <laughs> 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 of this stuff was in Maine. Like, <laughs> And also, all, all my favorite soaps um, all my favorite soaps have been set in Illinois. I mean, you know, as yep. the world turns, guiding light, guiding light. Um, and so, I mean, come on. And it's Illinois, you know, so much political corruption here. I mean, come on, just open our daily newspaper. So it's better than that. <laughs> hey, same thing, same thing here Illinois. in Maryland. Yeah, you same thing here in Maryland. I, I can't go visit Illinois or Maryland. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, but you know, hey, it's like every when you go when you open the door, there's always something like soap opera worthy happening in your area. Like where it, it, it could be a congressman doing something wrong or your next door neighbor cheating, and you know they cheated because you hear the fight outside, a la here. Yeah. Um, but you know. I wish I you could be. I used to live in a town where you had more cows than teeth. And so I've seen a lot of drama. And so um, <laughs> I tell you, where your you life, go? your life. Well, well, here's the thing. Your life is a soap opera. If you really think about it, your life is a soap opera. It may not be as scandalous as a soap opera carry. Like you may not have come back, returned back from the dead a few times. Because if if you did, congratulate. I want to know how that happened. If you was able to return back from the dead, or you you know have a, a twin out there that you know, but really is really you, but you've been programmed by like a device or something. But everybody has drama in their life. You whether it's relationships, careers, you know anything. It's you you have a soap opera in your in your life. Your soap opera is a life. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but things are nice and pure here in Los Angeles. So I don't oh, know. Oh, really? Really? I, I it is? I, I, really? I don't really? Here in Los Angeles. No. Mm. Wow. Not a single thing? Wow. No, no, not at all. We, you guys we, are so lucky. Yeah, we just, we just get up, we go to Bible study. It's, <laughs> go to Bible study. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay. Preach. Okay. Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Drama. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I watched or listened to the first couple episodes uh, for every day. You're doing it Thank twice you. a week. And I want to know why that was, because I know a lot of our listeners are dealing with their own ways of syndicating their content. How often is too often? How often is not often enough? You started on twice a week. How's it working out for you so far? So my mother, um, and this is where the idea for two weeks came from, um, twice a week came from, excuse me. My mother, um, back in the day, was a huge diehard General Hospital and Young and Restless fan. And when she was at school, um, she would watch the shows on a Monday to get the idea of what the week would be about. And then she would watch the show on a Friday to kind of fill in the gaps and get the big cliffhanger if she could not catch every single day. And so 
I thought about that. I'm like, that is such a great model. You know, Monday, you get a little jump start to your week. And Friday, you start the weekend with a little bit of a pop. And so I was like, let's go with that. Let's rush with that. And we did. And it's worked out great um, as the season progresses. There's just something every day to hang on to, to start your week or end your week. And that's a lot of fun. Exactly. Wow. I never thought of it that way. I know a lot of times it's trial and error or post and pray, but I've never heard a a, a legacy reason before when it comes to releasing. Yeah, we're not going to be like um, a show that NBC once canceled. And so they're going to move it from like a Friday to a Sunday. you know, we love wait, our wait a minute. That was shade. That was shade. I'm just gonna <laughs> just hide my face. That was total shade. Uh, <laughs> NBC, you are noticed, man. Uh, <laughs> love you, NBC. Thank you. No gets moved, you're in trouble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> walk, walk me through, and I guess you can go as deep as you want here, the writing process. Because you're saying that oh. before we went live that you guys had writer calls in the middle of the night. Like in the, in the death of night, uh, how does that work? Idea to actual completion? Walk me through this because this is all fascinating for me. Candace, I'll let you take this one. <laughs> so basically, so basically, it's like we have an outline. You know, Casey will come up with an outline, and then it, it's sort of, okay. Let me just back to it's like planting flowers. Okay, you have to get the ingredients, so that means we have to get you know the characters that we want to be a part of the scene. And sometimes we will be like, no, this character should be in this one, this one. And then we have the idea, but sometimes it's like that idea can trigger the whole show. So case in point, you know, we have our lovely, lovely trio of Leslie, Alex and Colin. And from that, there's so much storyline that it, we literally, when it's, I don't even sometimes know how we even do it because like Casey says, it's like we're up three. Well, I should say this. Casey's in central time. So when he says three o'clock in the morning, you can take a guess of who is up at three o'clock in the morning while somebody's at two o'clock in the morning on their time. I'm not guessing me because I'm already in bed. I don't know who we are. What's that like? like? (laughs) Wait a minute. What's that like going to sleep early? What's that like? I forgot. Oh, okay. I, I don't know anymore. My whole life just changed. But no, we we stimulate a lot of ideas from off of each other. It would be like one single word is like scandal. Okay, so such and such. Like, what if we do this with this character? What if we don't do this with this character? We'll bounce off of, you know, the ideas of each other. And then we literally create a whole scene. And that scene will carry to the next scene. And then next thing we know, it's 30 pages of dialogue, you know. uh, And it's just... Yes. It's one of those pro, you know, one of those moments where just like, like I said, one word, two words, whole scene. Next thing you know, you have a tree. <laughs> it's like, oh, shoot, <laughs> like this is really good. So, we just yeah. know, you know, we just know that we have 20 actors who are waiting to get those 30 pages exactly. on a Sunday. Yeah. On a Sunday is when we give new scripts out to our cast members. Both shows on Sundays. Um, and so, yeah, mm. both shows. Okay. They get both Monday shows. and they get Fridays. And we know that we have to have them done, polished. Um, and sure, there have been times the night before where Candace is like, let's take those two pages out and rework them. They don't make sense to us. Yeah. Um, so once in a while, you get the crazy things. But 
Um, <laughs> Crazy, Candace. How dare you? <laughs> oh, I know, right? right? Darn it! Um, Darn it! <laughs> I um, was a huge fan of Knott's Landing, as Candace okay. knows. Sometimes she catches me humming the theme song in our three o'clock in the morning Lord. meeting. Um, <laughs> Lord, yes. And what was interesting <laughs> about Knott's, though, is even though it was a spinoff of Dallas, it didn't just focus on one family. You know, it was multi-generational. It was multi-faceted. Uh, you know, you had the Fairgates um, and you had the Ewings and you had everybody. And I kind of build our show from that perspective, that you need to pick a focal point. So, okay, for Knott's Landing, it was Val and Gary. Uh, for us, it's probably Leslie, Colin, and Alex. But yeah. everybody still has an important story to be told. You just need to mm -hmm. pick a focal point. And so we go from the show's focal point, and then we break that down to episode focal points. So maybe Alex and Miranda uh, will be the focal point of this episode, but uh, Jonah and Stephanie will be the focal point of this episode. You just always have to pick a theme. Your episodes can you never have to rotate. Yeah, no matter how yeah. large your cast is. And that goes for daytime as well. You know, Days of Our Lives, 40 characters, it doesn't matter. You, every episode has to have a theme, no matter how many episodes you put out in a year and no matter how many characters you have. Uh, mm -hmm. How does primetime soaps rank against daytime soaps? Is it the same things in day parts? You consider one more a different art form than the other? Like, how, what do you think? It, it, in yeah. my opinion, they are the same. It's just about time. Um, it's just about mm -hmm. time to tell your story. You know, Dallas told a great story uh, back in its earlier years where Lucy uh, was going to marry this guy uh, who came out as gay, uh, but only to like her. And so, you know, they told that in like a six episode arc, I think it was, as opposed to yeah. with a time, they would have told that in eight months. And so, they are the same. It's just about timing is all. It's all about yeah. time. You know, 22 episodes as opposed to 260. It's all about timing. And, and yeah. it depends on, too, with, with the story, the story focus, like you said, the story focus, because even though that was a, a C storyline, it wasn't like the main storyline. And sometimes I feel exactly. as though like prime time and soaps have kind of like daytime and soaps for me, to me, like daytime can rotate story arcs with the characters. Primetime is already set on the primary characters that yes. are going to be in it. Like, you know, 90210. Somehow, someway, Brenda's going to be a part of the storyline. Dylan was a part of the storyline. <laughs> right. Kelly was a part of the storyline. You know, Brandon was like, you know, hey, everybody, I got the cool sideburns. Like, hey, here I am. And, you know, that was your focus point. <laughs> And then you throw Gabrielle Carteri in there and you have a show. Um, I always thought the best, besides <laughs> not say that. Besides Knott's Landing, I always thought the best primetime soap that gave me a daytime soap feel was Desperate Housewives. And I always felt as though yeah. Mark Cherry, if he really wanted to, could have taken Desperate Housewives to daytime because it was very layered. And as the show went on, you know, they told stories about people who didn't even live on the street, which was so amazing. Um, and so I always felt as though the best way to tell a primetime soap is ask yourself the question, 
could you take it to daytime? Because okay. then I feel that you yeah. will get more diversity in your storytelling. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the and, and, and I'm going to throw this one, though. I'm going to say, you know, other than primetime, and, and this is up your alley, soaps are like wrestling. Go on. There's a story. There's a story here. So I want to use that. You know, obviously with wrestling, there's storylines. Okay. Back in the day, it wasn't as big as it is now. If there's a female involved, you know, it's going to be either she's with this wrestler, but his opponent somehow in the main event towards the end, like the big buildup, which is the Friday cliffhanger on the, on a soap, uh, like WrestleMania, you know, like, okay, perfect example. I will use this Trish Stratus. You know, was with Chris Jericho. Okay, okay that was like that. that was the moment that was like, oh, you know, Canadian love. And then at the match at WrestleMania, yeah, well, American love, Canadian love, everything is love, <laughs> love, love. 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 I don't know why it's different nationality. <laughs> yeah, I know, but but no, if you remember, that was what that's what somebody actually. I remember the sign. Somebody had yeah, a yeah, sign yeah. at WrestleMania, so that's why I was like, but no offense, I love is love. So <laughs> basically, you know with um, Trish and you know it was Christian you know and all of a sudden you know they start like making out and stuff in front because he, she turned her back on Chris Jericho that's the same thing on a soap opera is that you have a character you know it could be a couple that have been ride or die for so many years and then all of a sudden one incident like maybe the other spouse cheated and the, the spouse that currently was in the in the relationship found out so to me, I feel as though that's more of like evil, you know, even level is rustling yeah. in daytime. But and you also tell the story, you know, you tell the story about, you know, Trish and how why she did what she did. And Chris Jericho, how is he going to, you know, rebel and, you know, get her back? And Christian, how dare he could do that? Yeah, I know it got dramatic there. But um, broke his heart. You know, it's like that. Yeah, break okay. it. and that's what it's so and that's what soaps and prime time. You have those characters that you're connected to, you you're rooting for them. And then there's yeah. one thing that will mess up the whole chemistry. Well, you know, depending. And so you go through that, but with daytime, it's ongoing. It's ongoing. Prime time, it's so you know, boring. only a couple of months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, They're so popular in everything. I mean, serialized storytelling is the focal point of broadcast, whether it's radio or television. I mean, you take, for example, Friends, which I adore Friends. That was a soapy sitcom. That was, you know, you had love triangles. You had We Were on a Break. Mm -hmm. um, and you look at The Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory, in my opinion, got very serialized, <laughs> you know. They and, did. There is soap opera in everything. Soap opera is in everything yeah. because it's serialized storytelling. I wanted some time to, to shout out some people of your creative team before we get out of here. If there's anyone else you want to mention by name, they like, you know, put the work in or on the squad, doing the thing, doing the work. Oh, come on. I mean, you know, 20 amazing cast members. How are we this blessed, you know? Amen. Uh, Quinn Van Antwerp, who plays Colin, Kalia Davis, who plays Leslie, Tyler David, who plays Alex, Alex. Renee Saran, who plays Miranda, Matthew uh, Preston, who plays Jonah. I mean, everybody. Brandon Larkin. Brandon Larkin. And of course, you know, the. Christina Sullivan. Um, yeah. When, you know, when we were getting these people, um, the, the, everybody, all 20 cast members, you know, it took a lot of phone calls and a lot of emails. Um, and a lot of time just to show them 
that we had their backs when it came to uh, creativity and that we were going to give everybody a moment to shine. Um, because this is a medium. Um, first, if you just strip away to the soap opera part of it, the only person who has ever done a soap opera is the amazing Beth Ellers. Um, and so, and she's been fabulous to kind of, you know, teach people certain components. And so we had to make sure to tell our cast like, Hey, we know you are a brilliant actor. We would not have gotten into contact with you <laughs> if we did not believe that. And so we had to make sure that, you know, they were okay with knowing that they could do a soap and then do it in a podcast format. Um, and so after we, you know, convinced everybody that they could really find the power inside of them, um, it was up to them to kind of fill in the creative blanks on how they wanted to portray these characters from our scripts. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you from that first day that everybody brought their a game, I mean that wholeheartedly. And now that we're yeah. seven weeks ahead in our shooting schedule, everybody is just amazing. And they all fire on certain cylinders and they all, really bring these characters to life. So please stay tuned because uh, these actors are just some of the best in the business. Yeah, That's we have, cool I music. mean, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that we have, you know, people like obviously from the soap industry, like Beth and Tom and John and Sally. And then we have those in the digital because here's the thing. Digital is where it's at too. I'm a huge, you know, you, we're going through an evolution, of, you know, obviously of media, radio, television, digital. Now we're going back to audio, which is, you know, you know, podcast. So we're lucky to have Darrell Anthony that, you know, groundbreaking pride, the series, shout out to him, Brett Lawrence. We have Tony Moore. We, you know, we, we've struck gold with our cast and crew. And our amazing, um, um, our amazing supervising producer. Yeah, and Carolina. Carolina, uh, Carolina Sivas, who is the creator of the amazing, and let me tell you, amazing, please go check it out, award-winning series, uh, Broken at Love. Broken at um, Love. Such a heartfelt story. And, um, you know, she is the best, most heartfelt um, occasional script writer and supervising producer. She is just amazing oh and you know she plays lakin so come on like triple <laughs> and lucretia lyon <laughs> we got to give out lucretia lyon who plays caitlin she's amazing too it's just i mean literally we could really you know plug our cast because they put in the work every time we do a recording you know of the episode i always joke and i said i have like popcorn because it's so entertaining. And I always say, I wonder what's going to happen next. I need to talk to the writers about this because I have an idea. And it's like the ongoing joke. So, I mean, <laughs> bless. I just want to say, you know, to our amazing cast, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you, thank you, thank you, times 20,000. And to, you know, everybody that's been on this journey from the time me and Casey were born, which is our crazy family, especially my crazy family Shout and our friends down. and whatnot. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, Make that awesome. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. 
So uh, get, get thank your, you. Get your uh, thank you speech in now because you're doing a lot of them with Forever in the Day available wherever <laughs> you stream your podcast. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for thank creatives. You. Can I can you uh, do me a favor and tell me where the world can follow you, stalk you, become a friend of yours, fan of yours online? Okay, so if you want to follow all the all the information of Forever in a Day, link us up. Like like us on Facebook, okay? Go to Forever in a Day podcast. Like us. Tell us what you think about the show, okay? Then head over to Twitter, right? Go to F-A-A-D podcast. That's on Twitter. Find out all the latest dirt, okay? Then if you want more information, go on Instagram. Same, same name as Twitter. Also, also... We also got short stories coming out from James Lyde Jr. Yes, yes, yes. We're, we're doing big things here. And <laughs> you can follow us at FAADseries.com for all information on our website, including episodes and including some bonus content that's really going to be amazing. Anything else I'm forgetting, Casey? Yourself personally, I guess. Yeah, yourself. Yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> and you can follow me at Candy Pool on Twitter. You can also like me on Instagram at CandyMac82. And on Facebook, you can follow me at Can- Candice Mac. Casey, back to you. <laughs> um, well, you covered all ground with our amazing show. So thank you. Um, you I don't. I don't give out my Instagram name because I'm ancient when I use Instagram and I, I never sure. know how to use it. So That's you might sure. well just not bother. Um, so my <laughs> Facebook, Casey Hutchison, I'm there holding my fake Emmy replica. Um, and on Twitter at Casey S. Hutch, you can also um, follow me and my co-host over on our little soap opera podcast, which is like the view for um, oh, yeah, the soap so opera. Um, at the chat underscore podcast and please 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 I beg of you listen to forever in a day Mondays and Fridays 3 p.m. Eastern 2 p.m. Central you can binge it because guess what it's a podcast that's great awesome it's like your little version of CBS all access with Y&R and B&B um, <laughs> so yeah it's it's wonderful but please listen <laughs> Yeah. What do you mean by you being do not- on Instagram? Do you like not how to not to use it? Like, what does that even? Oh mean? my god! <sighs> I am like, Lord. What I can um, equate it to is when my grandmother got her first DVR in 2010, and I had to keep referring to everything as Grandma. Do you want me to tape General Hospital for you? I could not say record. She would have lost it. He doesn't um, know how to use it. I, I'm like ancient. I'm like 112 when it comes to Instagram, but every other social media platform, I'm like fine. I'm, uh, well, I'm Snapchat just, must just totally be. <laughs> we'll totally Lord, mine. You know what my Snapchat passport? Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't see. I don't have Snapchat. But see, the thing is, is like I'm. I love social media because I feel it so. Especially now, everybody you know pop, popped up on like Zoom and everything. So I feel as though social media is a great way to connect. And, you know, find out what other people are really thinking and what they're really doing. Yeah, if you haven't already, check out Forever in a Day, wherever you stream your podcasts or this one. I'm a Spotify guy. They're not paying me to say this. I'm just letting you know I made the decision years ago to go premium and it was the best decision ever. All podcasts, it seems, are on that platform. Check it out forever in the day. Uh, airs Mondays and Fridays. 
uh, all over the interwebs. And if you want to hear more about what Candace and Casey are working on, make sure you check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash boys, where if you subscribe and become a donor, become a patron, you get to have access to all of the interviews, unabridged, unedited, uncut, uh, for all the guests here at New Amsterdam Read. It's a good way to check out uh, the show, see the other questions I, I bug my guests with, and also to support the cause, because you are citizens in the city for creatives. Go out there, make things happen, let other people know what you're working on, and good ideas can spread. Good love can spread if you have that mentality, right? So make sure you check out newamsterdam.com. All the episodes are there for your listening pleasure. As for me, my name is Flobo Boys. You can follow me on Twitter, at Flobo Boys, on Instagram, at Flobito, and at Flobo Boys there as well, uh, and Flobito.com. I already mentioned the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Flobo Boys. I already mentioned the t-shirt shop, the merchandise stand, the lemonade stand at Flobito.threadless.com. And if you guys want to see what I do in my more normal elements, I launched a brand new wrestling review show. It covers uh, WWE's NXT and NXT UK brand. It's called Draped in Gold. It's a brand new show. It's a baby of my digital offerings. So go out there and support that over on YouTube. Just typed in Draped in Gold, Flobo Boys, and it should come up. Uh, until next time, until next week, you know, as always, this city is yours. <laughs>